Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of Points in the Paint, provided you by For Fantasy's Sake. I am Sam Odeyemi. Um, Today, tonight, I'm going to touch on a lot of the moves, a lot of the moves that have been made in the last week alone. Uh, we had a few trades, uh, but mostly a lot of the moves came in free agency. Um, I literally have two pages of notes. So many players are uh, are switching, switching homes. Um, a couple of players, key players are staying in the same place. Uh, but without further ado, um, I'll get right to it. Um, my Twitter handle is below. Feel free to tweet me um, if you want. If there's something you want me to touch on, um, yeah. And last, when I last left off with you guys, uh, we talked about some of the uh, trades that happened, um, some of the big time trades. Um, literally a day or two after that, John Collins um, from Atlanta got traded to the Utah Jazz for Rudy Gay. Um, John Collins has been. Um, linked to trade rumors for the last couple of years. Um, Atlanta finally pulled the plug um, and made that move. They traded them to Utah for Rudy Gay and I think a second round draft pick. Um, I felt like Atlanta could have got a lot more for John Collins. You know, he's a young four, 25, 26, um, playing some of his best basketball. Um, and they traded them for a veteran and a draft pick. Um, so I definitely felt like Atlanta lost that trade. Um, Utah definitely run that trade. Utah's got some really nice young pieces, Larry Marketing, THT, um, Walker Kessler, um, and now they're bringing John Collins, who, you know, as well. I think that's gonna, I think that's gonna bowl well for Utah. Not to forget, not to mention, uh, six man uh, extraordinaire Jordan Clarkson is still there as well. So I think Utah's gonna have a, another good season. Um, last year they just missed the playing game. I think this year. Um, they could potentially make the playoffs um, and potentially uh, definitely make the play-in game, if not make the playoffs. So uh, we'll wait to see what else, what other moves Utah makes. Um, Want to jump into some of these other uh, free agency signings that have happened. There's just been so many different, so many different signings. Uh, looks first one I have in my notes: uh, Dante DiVincenzo um, opted out of his contract with the Golden State Warriors, and he is now signing with the New York Knicks for a four-year deal. Um, he gets reunited with some two of his college teammates, um, Josh Hart and Jalen Brunson. They all played at Villanova together. Uh, so, so you're calling them a Nova Knicks <laughs> now. So uh, that's good for both. Uh, that's good for DiVincenzo and good for the Knicks. The Knicks lacked a lot of three-point shooting, um, especially in the playoffs. You saw that when they were playing Miami, they just cannot, you know, shoot the ball from a three um, and that kind of doing them so to go out there and get DiVincenzo um, is a great signing for them. Um, it's still keeping their core intact for the most part. Um, it did, um, I guess I could kind of segue into, they did ended up trading Obi, Obi Toppin, uh, their first round draft pick a couple of years ago um, to the Indiana Pacers. Um, that was to be expected. I know Toppin didn't really get a lot of minutes in that backup four position playing behind Julius Randle and uh, RJ Barrett. Um, and then there was rumors that Obi Toppin did clash with his head coach Tom Thibodeau. So again, that move was to be expected. I like that move a lot for Indiana. Um, you get a player of Toppin's caliber. He's definitely improved. Um, you could tell physically he slimmed down more leaner and he could hit the three. And I think playing with a guard like Tyrese Halliburton in Indiana is only going to help him flourish some more. Um, he'll probably catch a bunch of oops and you know, he could get a chance to show um, how much his game has expanded since he's entered the NBA. Um, and that's really just what it all, all is in the NBA, just, you know, players finding the right opportunity for the right team. You know, some young players, you know, they get drafted to good teams and they're stuck behind, 
you know, the players above them, so they don't necessarily get that time to show what they're worth, uh, what they're made of. And so I think that's a good move for Toppin. I think he will bold well in Indy, um, and only time will tell with that. And then I also want to look at, um, for the Chicago Bulls, I guess I could just talk about some of their players that are returning, Vucevic, Kobe White, and Andre Drummond. Um, they were with the team last year. They all, Drummond opted into his player, uh, into his contract. Kobe White and Vucevic were free agents who both resigned. Um, so the Bulls are trying to keep their core together and stay tack. Um, the Bulls are my team, and I'm hoping that, you know, next year we can uh, definitely make a playoff push. Um, you know, obviously not having Lonzo and Toe hurts a lot. Um, but we did go out and sign uh, Javon Carter um, from Milwaukee, um, who's, in the, who's a point guard um, and who plays, you know, is a great, great defender as well. So I think that's a great signing, um, just bringing that that lead guard to kind of get the ball, you know, to our to our big guns, to Zach and Demar, and not and, and obviously take the pressure off the Sumu and Kobe White in a sense from handle, having to run the run the point. So I think that's going to bowl well for Chicago, too. It's not a, a huge contract. It's a three-year deal, um, very cap-friendly. So I like the signing for the Bulls, um, you know, just making small moves, nothing major. Um, and I think that's going to bowl well for us. Um, a big signing, which I like as well, is uh, Bruce Brown from uh, the Denver Nuggets. He just signed a two-year, $45 million contract with the Indiana Pacers. Um, fresh off winning the championship, um, Bruce Brown, you know, cashed in, um, only 26 years old, high energy guy, and he gets to play with Tyrese Halliburton too. Uh, Bruce Brown's a great off um, off ball guard. He could even play small forward in some lineups. I think he'll thrive playing in India as well with Tyrese Halliburton um, and some of the other pieces that they brought in. So congrats to Bruce Brown. Uh, he even said it himself a couple of years ago before he signed with Denver after leaving the Nets, nobody wanted to sign him. So he took that one year deal, went to Denver, won a championship. And then now he's, you know, going Indy for a two year deal and is going to get paid. And it's rightfully so well-deserved and congratulations to him. Um, I really like what the Pacers are doing in free agency, you know, getting top in and then getting uh, Bruce Brown too. Um, both of those guys play hard and gritty, especially Bruce Brown, just very gritty he's a guy. You'd, Definitely one on your team. And obviously, he's got that championship experience that he's bringing in Indiana. So I think that's going to be good for the Pacers moving forward. Um, looking at now, I'm going to jump ship and go all the way to the West Coast. Um, Sacramento Kings, they resigned two of their own. They resigned Harrison Barnes and they resigned Demonis Sabonis. Um, and I think that's good to keep that core together. Sacramento finally broke that playoff drought last year, and Sacramento's loaded with talent. You know, you look at De'Aaron Fox and Malik Monk, you look at Keegan Murray, um, and some of the other you know guys they have there, and then obviously keeping um, Barnes and Sabonis is going to be good for them um, to build on the continuity and um, and push forward. You know, they took Golden State to seven games last year, if I remember correctly, um, and it took Steph Curry just going you know bananas in that last game. Um, for them to, to get past the Kings, but I think the Kings are going to get back to the playoffs this year, and I think the Kings are looking to make some really make some noise. Um, it'll be good to see the Kings, you know, kind of get back to how Sacramento used to be back, you know, let's say in the early 2000s. And so when they have Lottie Devok and Chris Weber, Brad Miller, Doug Christie, Mike Bibby, you know, that team, Bobby Jackson, you know, they were always, you know, challenging the Lakers. They're always making the playoffs, and it'll be good to see Sacramento basketball 
uh, get back, you know, get back to that point. And I think that's what they're striving for there. You know, they still got Coach Mike Brown, who's obviously well-traveled, you know, Coach LeBron and, is, you know, Coach the Lakers. And he's, you know, a very experienced coach. So I, I love what Sacramento's doing as well. Um, okay, looking at Joe Harris from Brooklyn. Um, he got traded to Detroit. I think Brooklyn's trying to get rid of some of those bad contracts. So that was probably a cap-saving move. Um and we'll see what else Brooklyn does. Um, I think their roster is kind of definitely needs some retooling. They got a bunch of forwards there, if I remember correctly, with Nick Claxton, Cam, Cam Johnson. They still got Mikael Bridges and Ben Simmons as well. So they're gonna, you know, they got rid of they're getting rid of some of their bad contracts. Joe Harris is one of the first. Um, and like I said, he went to Detroit in the trade. Um Draymond Green re-signed with Golden State, but that was to be expected. He wasn't going anywhere. He just opted out to sign a more cap-friendly deal. Um, got, you know, probably his last big contract. That contract should probably take him until he's age 37. Um, so that's good, you know, and Golden State keeps their championship core together with Green, Thompson, Curry for at least another year or so, um, depending on what they do with Clay Thompson. Um, Jeremy Grant from Portland, he resigned his he resigned. Uh, an extension for five years. Um, so Portland's keeping him. Jeremy Grant is, has gotten a lot better. Um, has steadily improved these last few years. Um, and he's and so Portland wants to keep him in tow. Um, Karis LeBert from Cleveland. He re-signed uh, with the Cleveland Cavs. Uh, Kyle Kuzma with Washington. He re-signed. Um, I'm not sure how big the market was for Kuzma. Um, and I think Washington offers him his best chance to secure the bag. And then Kuzma said himself that he wants to go somewhere he feels comfortable and he felt very comfortable in Washington and he felt like his game expanded, you know, being in Washington. So uh, kudos to him uh, for, for getting that contract well-deserved. Um, and then now I'm looking at the Phoenix Suns. So the Phoenix Suns, obviously they traded for Bradley Bill and I talked about that. Um, um, all, you know, last week, and then they had to fill out the rest of their roster. So the Suns signed a bunch of guys: um, Drew Ebanks, Keita Bates, Jop, Damian Lee, and Wata Watanabe um, from Brooklyn. They all signed with Phoenix. Um, and then Phoenix also recently, like before, like an hour ago or maybe a couple hours ago, they also signed uh, Eric Gordon as well. And so Phoenix is filling out the rest of their roster. Obviously, they play behind a big three of Bradley Beal, Kevin Durant, and Devin Booker. They still got DeAndre Ayton. Want to see what they're going to do with him. And then they still got uh, Cameron Payne. And they also have Josh Koji, too. So Brooklyn's pot, or Phoenix has had, I guess, 10 guys now on their roster. Be interesting to see who else they bring on board to kind of surround other big three with. Um, Troy Brown Jr., who previously played for the Lakers, he went to Minnesota. Um, and let's see, uh, Chimize Mitsu uh, from Sacramento. He also signed with Phoenix as well. He was one of their free agents. He's a uh, big man, power forward. So uh, Phoenix is adding some size too. Um, so that's a good that was a good signing for them. He he's young, relatively twenty six. So he'll be able to come in and you know give them some some fresh legs, um, some young legs. Uh, Russell Westbrook from the. Um, we signed with the Clippers for two years. I'm not going to lie. Did I really wanted to see Russ go to Miami and play with Jimmy and, you know, um, Tyler Hero and, and, and Bam out of bio. I think Russ, you know, going to Miami and maybe coming off the bench or starting, but I think he could have been, you know, a factor and, and, and gave them another playmaker and somebody who can attack and somebody who can go downhill and somebody, 
who could have really helped Miami, um, but he resigned with the Clippers. Um, he's very appreciative of the Clippers, um, what the Clippers did for him. And, you know, the team wanted him back, you know, and the, the team really just appreciated him. You know, when he was with the Lakers, he was always going to blame for everything. And the thing with Russ and the Lakers, it, it was just a bad fit. You know, and that's just that's just all it was. It was just a bad fit. Russ is not a bad player. He was just in a bad situation. So, you know, kudos to him for finding happiness um, with the Clippers. I know he's from the California area. I think he might be from L.A. So, probably just want to stay close to home. So that makes sense why he signed with them, with the resign with the Clippers. So again, congrats to uh, Russ. Um, Georges Niang, um, another Iowa State alum, in addition to Halliburton. He signed with Cleveland, leaving Philadelphia. Uh, Cleveland needed some shooting. Uh, Kyrie Irving re-signed with Dallas. The market for Kyrie Irving was not there, so I think that was the best bet for him was to, you know, secure, you know, a long-term deal. Um, it's a three-year contract. Um, not sure if he has a player option or a team option um, in it, but he resigned with Dallas. Um, a surprise sign to me was Dennis Schroeder leaving the Lakers. Um, to go to the Toronto Raptors. Shooter got a two-year, $26 million deal from from the Toronto Raptors. Um, the Lakers aren't going to give him that money. The Lakers had other free agents that they were prioritizing in, in, in terms of Austin Reeves and uh, D'Angelo Russell and their other, you know, other free agents that they needed to sign. So uh, congrats to Shooter for getting for getting uh, his money well-deserved. I think he will do fine in Toronto. Uh, Fred Van Fleet, who signed with Houston, um, um, leaves that point guard spot vacant, so Shooter can come right in and be the starting point guard for them. Uh, Toronto still got uh, Siakam, still got Scotty Barnes, and they still have um, Gary Trent Jr., unless he um, decides to go somewhere else. Um, but Toronto still got a nice core in place, so I think Shooter going there and Shooter will, will be 30 at the start of next season. So that's a good move for him. He's still in his prime, and I think he can, you know, play ample minutes. And I think Shooter can play off the ball too with a guy like Scotty Barnes, who kind of handles the ball at their point forward. So I think uh, that's a good move for him. Um, I like Shooter as well because he's he he can close games. He knows how to close games. Um, so you can, you know, and he he's a tough defensive, you know, defensive pass. So um, I think he'll he'll be fine in Toronto. Um, where am I? Jacob Poet Poli I probably butchered that name. Since they Jacob P <laughs> for Toronto, he also resigned um, with the uh, Raptors as well. So you know, Toronto's trying to keep their core, you know, intact. Um, I know they um, they lost Fred Van Fleet, um, but they're gonna try to keep you know the core intact. They don't. I don't know if they want to blow it up yet. Um, but we'll see what uh, what Toronto does this season. Um, moving over to the Milwaukee Bucks, uh, Chris Middleton and um, just more recently, Brooke Lopez, they both resigned with the Bucks. Um, and I think Milwaukee, too, just a couple years removed from winning an NBA championship. You know, they've dealt with some unfortunate injuries at the worst time. Uh, Giannis going down um, um, last year in the playoffs hurt them. And obviously, uh, uh, the year before Chris Middleton got hurt because I think if Middleton was healthy, um, the, the Bucks should have beat the Celtics in that series. But because Middleton was out, uh, they didn't have that that second option uh, for Giannis. Of course. Uh, so that's a good good deal with Chris Middleton um, to bring him back um, along with Brooke Lopez. 
Um, Trey Jones from the San Antonio Spurs resigned, so they had their point guard there in place. Um, but um, I'll touch on a little bit of that later. Obviously, the Spurs got Victor Wembanyama, so um, you want to have you know guys around him that can that can um, make things easier for him. Trey Jones is, that, is a good leader, good leadership on the court, and obviously he's a he's their point guard, younger brother, Tyus Jones. So I think that was a good move for the Spurs, two-year deal, um, and. Um, yeah, I'll touch a little bit on San Antonio again. Another surprise signing to me was Gabe Vincent, um, undrafted free agent. He left Miami and he signed with the Lakers. Um, he'll probably come off the bench. Um, the Lakers did resign D'Angelo Russell and Austin Reeves. So Gabe Vincent um, leaving Miami, you know, cashing in a three-year deal. I think he and he's got he can close games too. Obviously, he's a very good three-point shooter. The Lakers need a shooting, so um, that was a good signing for them. Uh, Joe Ingles, he was with Milwaukee. He signed with Orlando. Uh, I'm not too sure about that. Orlando's got a bunch of young players already. I don't know um, if they're just bringing him for veteran leadership. And they got a bunch of forwards, too. Uh, you look at Paolo. You look at um, Franz Wagner. Um, they're just they're just loaded with so many young players. I mean, you talked about uh, Jonathan Simmons or Jonathan Isaacs. I'm sorry. Um, that they still have as well as a forward. So, and they brought back, uh, Orlando brought back Mo Wagner too. I know he's a center, but um, just want to see what that Orlando roster looks like. I'm, I'm, I'm sure, I'm wondering if they're going to trade some of the younger players. Like I know uh, Jalen Suggs has been linked in trade rumors, maybe Cole Anthony, um, but only time to tell what Orlando Magic are looking to do. Shake Milton that played for the Philadelphia 76ers. He um, signed with the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, I'm not, I'm never really sure what the T-Wolves are doing. Um, I, but uh, Shake Milton's a nice point guard, 6'5", a big guard too, defensive player. So he uh, showed flashes in Philadelphia. So hopefully he gets more of an opportunity in Minnesota. Um, Herb Jones from the Pelicans, he re-signed. Um, I think I've kind of already talked a little bit about the Lakers and uh, Reeves and Russell re-signed, but then Rui Hachimura also re-signed with the Lakers as well. So the Lakers are trying to run it back um, with their core, keep their core together. Uh, Rui, Rui Hachimura was the first domino to fall for the Lakers. He uh, was one of the first trades they got um, in the trade deadline, and then they brought in those other guys, and that's what kind of jump-started their, you know, their turnaround last season, 6-8. Uh, uh, hit the three, and he really balled out in the playoffs so well-deserved. I think he signed a three-year deal. Um, and then, again, he's coming back there with Austin Reeves, who earned his you know new four-year contract, and D'Angelo Russell, who uh, who signed to a two-year contract. Um, I'm, I, the thing with uh, D'Angelo Russell is, you know, the last two playoff appearances uh last year with the lakers you know he kind of shrunk versus denver just more so just being inconsistent I and mean, then even the year before when he was in minnesota he kind of shrunk while he was playing with the t-wolves and he was actually benched a lot of times for their backup point guard jordan mclaughlin so when t-wolves traded d'angelo russell last season i wasn't surprised because they probably thought well we're gonna have to we don't want to pay him all this money if we already know what we're gonna get from when it, you know when it's crunch time um, that's just my my thoughts on that. Um, I, it will be interesting to see what he does, you know, 
uh, next year moving forward because the Lakers are obviously going to make a push to the playoffs, and they're going to need him to be more consistent, especially being the point guard. You know, you just can't have games where you just don't show up. You know, and it's not just him. You know, Anthony Davis did that a lot last year, too, where he have a good game, and then he have a no-show and a good game. And, you know, at this at this certain level, and when you're playing for the, a team like the Lakers, you know, you know, you, you got to, you know, say the spotlight's going to be on you. Like, it's going to be white hot on you, you know, obviously you're playing for LeBron, so that's already magnified as well. So um, hopefully D'Angelo can find his footing um, and just and maybe and thrive, you know, this next season playing with the Lakers, um, more familiarity playing with LeBron, playing with AD, just knowing where your spots are and, you know, continue to shoot the three at the great percentage. I think that's going to help him and open things up. You know, he's not uber athletic, so he's not going to beat anybody off a dribble. So he's got to just be more crafty and just be more smart. But um, D'Angelo's still a good player. Just they got to be able to count on him when they need him most. All right. Um, Brad Van Fleet, like I said, went from Toronto to Houston. He got paid. <laughs> uh, Houston's making some moves. They uh, they they obviously had a really good draft. I mean, now they're bringing in Brad Van Fleet, and they're also signing Dylan Brooks to a four-year deal. And I honestly didn't think Dylan Brooks was going to be in the league after Memphis told him that they weren't going to resign him. So that was kind of a surprise that, that Dylan Brooks uh, signed with Houston. But I think, you know, if you look at it, though, they're a young team and they, they need that toughness. And Dylan Brooks is a tough defender and he brings that toughness, you know, that trash talk. And um, and he's going to, you know, he's going to, he's going to try to, he's going to take the bet the team's best perimeter player and try to take them out of the game. So I think that's that's good, you know, good for him. Um and obviously Houston um has a bunch of cap. Um so they had to spend it and um I mean only time will tell with that Dylan Brooks signing. I know Houston got some other forwards and guards. You know, they have Jalen Green and um the guy they just drafted, um the Thompson twin. Um so um, we'll only we'll time and tell how they're going to fit that all together. Um, uh, Kevin Porter Jr. as well. Um, but yeah, you obviously want to give time to the younger guys, you know, have them develop. So we'll see how that all meshes and comes together um, for new head coach, Ime Udoka. Um, okay. Uh, forgot to mention him. Cam Reddish, uh, who's playing in Portland, who was with the, uh, also with the Knicks and then got drafted by Atlanta. Um, who came in that same draft was Zion and RJ. All three of them played together um, in college for Duke. Um, Cam, out of those three players, has bounced around a lot. Um, he's uber talented, 6'8", you know, 6'9", just, you know, crazy, you know, athleticism and, um, and crazy defensive, you know, intangibles. Um, he struggled um, – he struggled. He struggled so far to this point in this league, and that's more so just like I said earlier, just finding the right opportunity. You know, he showed flashes in New York, but he got in Tom Thibodeau's doghouse, and he got a bunch of DMPs. I mean, he finally got traded to Portland and last season the trade deadline, or so, and he for Josh Hart. Um, definitely, Josh Hart's panned out for the Knicks. Uh, Cam Reddish, you know, in a limited time for Portland, I believe he averaged like eleven or so points and stuff like that, and maybe four rebounds. I think he's still you know, got a lot of improvement to do, but I think he will um, thrive playing with the Lakers. Um, definitely probably coming off the bench, just high energy. So I like that move for the Lakers. Um, and I like that move for Cam too, because he just needs an opportunity. I still think he's, like I said, he'll be 24 when the season starts next year. So uh, giving him that opportunity is just, 
it's just, you know, going to be great for him and his and his continued development. Um, the Lakers need to go young. Obviously, LeBron's 38 going on 39. Um, and um, AD, you know, he might not be back next year, too. So you want to start, you know, you got to start looking at these these young players and you're going to be having to count on them. So you want to start giving them those meaningful minutes to have them develop. So hopefully he can get more minutes, more consistent minutes. Uh, with the Lakers and really show what he can do because he he's shown that he can handle the ball and he's shown that he can do other, you know, and he can facilitate play, make, he can shoot threes. So I think Cam, I think Cam Reddish is going to uh, definitely have a bounce back here with the Lakers. Um, and then we also saw Curry on the move, not Steph Curry, but Curry's brother, Seth Curry. Um, he got traded from Brooklyn to Dallas and Brooklyn's trying to shed some of that bad, um, some of those bad contracts in a sense. Um, and so uh, that's, you know, that's good for uh, Curry. I feel like, I think he played for Dallas before if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I think, I believe so. I mean, he went to Brooklyn. Um, can't remember what the, what the situation was there, but I think he might've got traded to Brooklyn. Um, but anyways, uh, Seth Curry is going uh, to back to Dallas. He'll be playing with uh, Kyrie Irving, and he'll be playing with uh, Luka Doncic. And he's, a, you know, obviously a three-point sniper. So that will be good, you know, for, you know, him. He'll get definitely get some good looks playing alongside Luka uh, and Kyrie. And, you know, they, you know, they can pick and roll you to death. And then now they have shooters that they're surrounding around them too. So, um and that he can, and I think he can come in and contribute right away. Definitely help their bench. Um, Dallas has made some really good moves too. If you look at the draft, you know, obviously drafting uh, Derek Lively and then trading for Rashawn Holmes. They got some bigs. Resigned Dwight Powell um, as well, one of the other free agents, and then resigned Kyrie Irving. And then now you're getting Seth Curry. So we'll see what uh, see what else um, Dallas does. Oh, and actually, they re uh, like I said resign. But they actually signed Dante Exum. Um, if you are a fan of basketball, you remember Dante Exum. He was drafted. He was drafted a few years ago or a while ago. I'm gonna say by Utah. Um, very talented player. Um, but he just dealt with so many injuries, and then he found himself out of the league. But last year he was balling out for, I want to say the Euro League. Yeah, and he is back with the. He's back in the NBA. He's playing for Dallas. Um, he's Dallas. He's gonna be playing for Dallas, and he's you know six six, uh, big guard can play make facilitate. So I think he'll probably definitely come off their bench, and he's a great defender too. So he can kind of replace what they lost with Dorian Finney-Smith when they traded him to um, when they traded him to Brooklyn for Kyrie. So um, yeah, I like that. It's, I think it could be a very good bounce back story for Dante Exum. Uh, coming back to the league after being out, and I think he can thrive, you know, playing in Dallas with um with those guys, with those guys. So, and I think Jason Kidd can get the most out of him. So, I think that was a great signing um, for Dallas too. And he's only twenty seven too. So, man, there's a lot, a lot of players trading, trading places. Okay. All right, if you uh let's see Derek Rose uh from the Knicks uh um obviously Derek Rose as um was not playing for the Knicks um as the Knicks just prioritized the other younger players. Um Derek Rose actually signed with Memphis and a lot of people were kind of bummed out wanted to see him go back to Chicago. I thought that would have been good for him to come back to Chicago cuz we do need a point guard and he's not the same player he was but he's still effective, you know, in limited minutes, you know, obviously Derrick Rose dealt with his fair share of injuries as well. 
but he's shown that he could still be effective in limited minutes. But Derrick Rose is going to Memphis Grizzlies. Obviously, John Moran suspended for the 25 games. And then Memphis is um, Memphis traded for Marcus Smart. So now Memphis has a Pretoria nice guards. I like the move um, for that. I think Derrick Rose, like I said, can play um, play in Memphis. And, you know, I think he could play alongside John. Um, he could play alongside Smart. And then I think those three could be a three-headed snake. And then Marcus Smart could slide over to the two if need be. And then they can move Desmond Bain over if they want to go small. They still got Luke Kennard, I believe. So I like that move, too. I think um, it's, it's a good move. I think Rose can still show what he can do. And then at the same time, um, he can still get minutes and still mentor John Moran, who's already kind of, you know, went on Twitter and, and whatnot and kind of expressed his support of that signing. Um, because, I mean, if you look at it, Derek John Morant is what Derrick Rose was at his peak, you know, just high-flying point guard, throwing down rim-rattling dunks. And I remember being in college watching Derrick Rose dunk on Goran Dragic or dunk on um, Joel Anthony or Greg Oden or or all the other posters he has. Um, and just um, Derrick Rose is just one of the most athletic point guards to probably ever play that position. Uh, same thing with like Russell Westbrook. And so those guys, you know, the opportunity for Ja to kind of learn from from Derrick Rose, um, I think it's going to be a beautiful thing. Um, so looking forward to that. Uh, looking forward to see what Memphis does. They did. Memphis also re-signed um, Desmond Bain um, again from an extension too, so they're keeping him in tow. And he's been, you know, a great great draft pick for them. And he's, you know, definitely lived up to his billing. So it's good to see him, you know, you know, get his um, get his flowers well deserved for Desmond Bain. Um, Jackson Hayes from the New Orleans Pelicans. Um, there's 23-year-old center um, who wasn't really getting um, the minutes in the Pel- with the Pelicans, um, obviously playing behind Valachunas and and um, and some of the other forwards. Jackson Hayes went to the Lakers as well. He signed with the Lakers. I think that's a good move for the Lakers. Um, they get a center to pair alongside Anthony Davis, and they got they got younger as well. Um, Jackson Hayes can run the floor, catch oops, and um, I, I, he, he's um, shown he can kind of handle, handle the ball a little bit, but I think he's going to be, and he, I think he's going to be a great pickup for the Lakers. And I think he's also great too, because he can take pressure off Anthony Davis down low. So I know Anthony Davis is complaining about um, having the guard centers like Jokic and Embiid, uh, whatnot, and um, some of the other bigs. So um, bringing in Jackson Hayes, who's young, who's only 23. Um, so I think that's a good signing for, both parties give him opportunity to shine and, it's gonna help, and he'll be able to help the Lakers right away. Former Laker Thomas Bryant, um, who got traded to Denver last season, won a championship. Now he's signed with Miami, and I think Thomas Bryant um, will be good too, will be a good signing for Miami. Thomas Bryant, to, he can hit the three. Um, he's not a big, bulky center, but he, you know, he's got the frame. He's got the height, 6'10", 6'11", I believe, um, and I think he'll be fine playing alongside Bam Adebayo. Um, and they just resigned Kevin Love. Um, I did like what Thomas Bryant did in those women's spurts for the Lakers, um, giving you like 16 and 10, um, and just literally just off pick and roll, um, a couple post moves. Doesn't you know? Doesn't need a lot to get your center involved. You know, you find them rolling to the rim if they if they have one or two post moves and make a hit and make a shoot the three. You know that just you know that I mean that's you know that's ten points easily right there, but just or just mostly scoring off putbacks or just being at the right place at the right time. So I think Thomas Bryant um is going to do well in Miami. Um, looking at Miami, they lost Gabe Benson. They also lost Matt Struess as well. 
uh, Struess has left Miami. Um, the DePaul native, the DePaul former DePaul um, basketball player is going to the Cleveland Cavaliers, um, and so and he got a four-year deal too. So good for him. All right. Bear with me, you guys. Um, I think I touched on mostly all of them, all the signings. There'll be more to come, obviously. Um, I'm, I don't want to butcher his name. Sasha Vezenkov, um, the EuroLeague MVP. Um, he re, he signed with the Sacramento Kings, and I, like I said, the Kings are you know determined to run the back. So I like that they're able to bring a player of his caliber um, onto their staff. Um, I think that's um, good for Sacramento. Um, I'm, I don't have any highlights or know anything about um, him other than he was a EuroLeague MVP. So we'll see um, what he does in the NBA next season. I'll be um, I'll be looking out for um, that. You might have to brush up and watch some highlights and just see what his game's all about. Um, Patrick Beverly, who played for the Bulls last year, signed with the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, I know Pat, um, he gave the Chicago Bulls a late push last year while we make the playoffs and, and whatnot. I think he'll be able to um, I think he'll be he'll play a role in Philadelphia um, alongside you know PJ Tucker providing that veteran le- leadership and alongside Tobias Harris and they still got Joel Embiid and then they still have Tyrese Maxey. Um, they do have James Harding on contract. He opted into his contract. They're trying to trade James, but um, there doesn't seem to be a market for Harden at this point now. So they could probably just hold on to James and trade him at the deadline. Uh, but only time will tell what, what ends up happening with James Harden. He can ultimately stay, um, but we'll see what happens there with Philadelphia. But bringing in a veteran guard like like uh, Patrick Beverly, um, I think will be will be good for them. Patrick Beverly's been an improved improved three point shooter in these last couple of years, so I mean he could play off it and beat and hitting threes, and he plays tough defense. I think he'll he'll be just fine in Philadelphia. And Pat, you know, Pat's just tough. You know, he brings that toughness, that Chicago mentality. Um, so he'll bring that to Philadelphia and bring that to the locker room. And I think Philadelphia kind of needs that toughness. You know, they they ball out in the regular season and when they get punched in their mouth in the playoffs like they did with Boston. And um, I just think they need, you know, they need that vocal leader, you know. So um, I think that's a good signing for the Sixers, a one-year deal. So um, nothing nothing too crazy there. We touched on Brooke Lopez. He resigned with the Bucks. Obi Toppin. Got traded to Indy. Mo Wagner from Orlando resigned. Um, Kenyon Martin Jr. Um, did get traded from the Houston Rockets. Like I said, they have a bunch of young players there, so they they traded him to the Clippers. I think that's good for the Clippers. You know, um, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard have been banged up a lot these last few years, so be able to get a young forward under there would be good, especially with low management. Um, I like Kenyon Martin Jr.'s game. It's been expanding since he's been in the league, so I think he'll he'll be fine. Um, and with the Clippers playing with Russ and um, some other point guards there. Um, Patty Mills was also traded from Brooklyn to OKC. OKC, or Brooklyn, again, is trying to shed some of those bad contracts. So Patty Mills, Seth Curry, and Joe Harris, those three players have all been traded and moved. So, um, you know, Brooklyn, I know that they're looking to reshape their roster. Uh, Miles Bridges, um, who was out of the league last year dealing with some legal issues. He re-signed with Charlotte for one year, um, and he's um, very skilled out of Michigan State. Um, his last year when he played in the league, um, he was averaging, I believe, 20 points or so. So that will be um, 
now there he's bringing he's coming back to Charlotte to play alongside Lamelo and um, Brandon Miller. So I think he's gonna um, I think he'll have a a good year too. Um, Eric Gordon, I'm not sure if I touched on this. He he signed with the Phoenix Suns. So now the Suns have Bradley Beal, Devin Booker, um, and Eric Gordon. You know who are all three. You know great shooters. You know that's um, I, they're all they're all shooting guards to me. All three of them. Um, so they paired them alongside Kevin Durant. Eric Gordon still brings that veteran leadership. Uh, so I think that's a good signing for Phoenix. Um, Lonnie Walker um, left is not who's with the L.A. Lakers. He went to Brooklyn's free agent. So Brooklyn did get an, a nice young guard uh, back. Um, and um, Lonnie Walker, you know, he balled out with the Lakers. But when the Lakers made those trades, he was kind of the odd man out. So I think he'll could be looking for more of an opportunity in Brooklyn. So that's, you know, good for him. He'll, he should get that opportunity. Um, and then lastly, Torian Prince, um, who's with Minnesota, signed with the Lakers as a free agent as well. Um, and then I think uh, the Denver Nuggets re-signed DeAndre Jordan, um, their veteran. So, and I believe that's all the moves that I have up to this point right now. Um, if I'm looking at teams that um, really got better during free agency, the Lakers are definitely one of them. The moves they made um, are just, you know, great. You know, bringing in those young players, um, guy like Gabe Vincent, uh, Cam Reddish, Jackson Hayes, um, Torian Prince. You know, these guys are going to be able to come in and help right away. Um, they did let go of Mo Bamba and Malik Beasley, so they're both free agents. But they could possibly bring them back. But I like that the players that they're surrounding them, they surround LeBron with, and they obviously bring back Austin Reeves, D'Angelo Russell, and Rui Hachimura. Um, I love what the Kings did as well um, in the play and keeping their core together. Um, and then I also like uh, I like what the Pacers are doing. I really like Obi Toppin. I think he can be a really good player. Ty- Tyrese Halliburton's a stud as well as a point guard. Um, so I like what the Pacers were able to do. I think they're going to continue – uh, to improve and shock some teams. I don't believe they made the playoffs last year, if I'm correct, but I think um, they could be making a push this year. Um, Cleveland made a, some moves to signing some guys, um, but we'll see. Uh, Milwaukee signed a lot of their guys and um, stood packed. Oh, and for I forget, Reggie Jackson. So Denver re-signed DeAndre Jordan and Reggie Jackson. They brought back two of their guys from the championship team. So I think Denver – um, who didn't, you know, they lost Bruce Brown, but um, they're able to keep some of their veterans, and I think um, that's that's good for them. Um, and then I'm, um, let's see, I like what Dallas did as well. Um, some of the players that they're keeping in tow, uh, obviously bringing back Kyrie and getting the center. Um, and yeah, I mean, uh, there's sure to be more moves to be made. Um, there's still some 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 free agents out there. A guy like Jay Crowder, or actually Jay Crowder, um, is rumored to be going back to Milwaukee. Um, but there's still some guys that are still out available, like a Malik Beasley, who could help a team. Um, maybe he'll go to uh, Miami or so. Um, Josh Richardson, he went back to Miami. Um, there's still guys available there. So. Um, so I think um, as the dust settles, maybe this week from all the big signings, you'll get to see other, you know, smaller name players flying teams. And, you know, you don't need to make, you know, these big moves in free agency to make a splash. You can make a splash simply by just 
you know, signing a couple guys here and there to fit your needs and, and stuff like that. So um, the biggest, the bigger moves might get more of the headlines, but, you know, uh, I could see a team like Miami signing some guys and, and being right in the thick of it. You saw Miami make it to the finals with two, with Struess and Gabe Vincent. Those guys are both undrafted free agency. So it really just depends on the players and, you know, the situations they end up with um, and opportunities, opportunities that they get. Um, Summer League is getting ready to start this week. I want to say it starts the 7th. Um, that's what I have on my calendar. Yeah, July 7th. Um, so I'm definitely going to be doing a show this um, or next weekend, kind of highlighting um, some of the rookies and seeing who's been showing out in the Summer League um, and balling out in the Summer League. I think everybody wants to see Wimbyama, obviously the, um, the number one pick, and see how he matches up against NBA competition. So I'm excited about that. Um, and yeah, uh, thank you for joining me for another session of points in the paint. I am Sam Odeyemi. Uh, feel free to tweet me if there's something you want me to touch on. Uh, my Twitter handle is below marks zero two two zero. Uh, and yeah, uh, enjoy your evening. And I just look forward to touching base with you guys next week and be talking uh, more NBA. All right. Take care.